Hello friends, Zachary Stockhill here from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'm going to talk about the best part of retroactive jealousy. Believe it or not, this is not just some clickbait headline. I'm not just being needlessly provocative. I'm not trying to troll you. And at the same time, I am certainly not trying to diminish anyone's experience of retroactive jealousy. If you're currently struggling with retroactive jealousy, if you're currently feeling obsessed with your partner's past, if you can't stop thinking about it, if you're asking them questions constantly, or you're at least feeling the urge to ask them questions constantly about their past, if you're stalking their past on social media, whatever you're doing, whatever your experience of retroactive jealousy is like, believe me, I get it. I was once in the trenches along with you. I've had this experience. I know exactly what it's like. And I'm not trying to poke fun, <laughs> certainly not, at your experience. I'm not trying to diminish that experience whatsoever. But I mean it. There is a silver lining here. There is a best part of retroactive jealousy. And in this video, I'm going to share exactly what that is. So for me, the best part of retroactive jealousy was the fact that it was probably the biggest wake-up call as a man I ever had in my entire life, at least up to then. And by wake-up call, I mean here I was, you know, I, I considered myself a pretty confident guy. I've always considered myself a fairly confident person. And here I was, you know, in my late teens or early 20s or whatever it was, and I was suddenly smacked upside the head by this really bizarre, really consuming, and really destructive and really miserable experience that we call retroactive jealousy. My life was good. I had a beautiful girlfriend. I was you know, going, my studies were going really well. Everything in my life was good. My family life was good. I'd never struggled with jealousy in any of my high school relationships or anything like that. And all of a sudden, here I was, you know, looking at random internet forums at 3 a.m. and trying to find answers and talking to therapists and talking to friends, trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Where did this issue come from, you know? What was causing this? And most importantly, how could I start overcoming it as soon as possible? It was really a wake-up call for me. And again, by, you know, by wake-up call, I mean it really forced me to take a long, hard look at the mirror at myself. And I didn't entirely like what I saw. I realized that maybe I wasn't as confident as I thought I was. I realized that I had some really profound and deep insecurities that I needed to start investigating and eventually overcoming or at least accepting as soon as possible. It made me realize that I had some pretty backwards views in a lot of ways on sex and attraction, and maybe backwards is the wrong word, maybe just naive in some ways, you know? I had a lot of growing up to do. And for, for me, I'm not saying that this is every retroactive jealousy sufferer's experience, but for me, this was really a catalyst for personal growth, a catalyst for personal transformation, and frankly, a catalyst to force me to question some of my underlying assumptions about women and about life and about love, and for me, that was absolutely critical. One of the best emails I ever received. I've received a few emails to this effect, but one of the most gratifying emails that I received was one guy, I remember a student taking my online course, Get Over Your Partner's Past Fast, and he said that my course was like a gateway drug for personal development. And this has remained pretty consistent. I get this kind of feedback a lot from students taking my introductory course, Get Over Your Partner's Past Fast. For a lot of the students in the course, you know, they maybe had one toe in the water of personal development. They were kind of, you know, reading the odd self-help book now and then. They kind of realized they had a few things in their life that they wanted to address, a few things they wanted to work on, but they'd never really committed before. And frankly, they kind of needed, 
in some sense, a bit of a smack upside the head to say, you know what, I've got some things that I need to work on because it's gonna cost me my relationship. And frankly, it's probably gonna cost me my sanity if I don't start getting to work on those things. And reading that email, hearing from someone and saying that my course was like a gateway drug for personal development was extremely gratifying. I received a few emails like that from students taking my online course, Could Over Your Partners Past Fast. And frankly, for me, in many ways, retroactive jealousy was my gateway drug into personal development. You know, I grew up in a house where there was always a lot of self-help and psychology books laying around. My incredible late mother was a social worker and extremely intelligent and very curious about human beings and psychology and relationships and parenting and all this stuff. So I kind of grew up in this environment where there was always a lot of self-help books around. And I had somewhat of an interest in self-help and personal development before retroactive jealousy came into my life. But when retroactive jealousy really entered my life, when I finally realized like, oh, I've got a serious problem I need to start solving immediately. When that finally happened, it was really, you know, I had no more excuses. It was really time to take a long, hard look in the mirror. It was time to prioritize personal development, prioritize personal growth, and frankly, personal exploration in a way that I hadn't before. Now, some of that can be attributed to the simple fact that I was young. You know, I was a young man when retroactive jealousy really impacted me. But again, I get other emails from people dealing with this into their 60s and even 70s. I have some students in my course in their 60s and 70s, and this is not uncommon. This is a very, very, very bizarre issue. As I always tell people, however, the good news is many, many thousands of people just like you and I have managed to overcome it. It just takes work. And frankly, the work is so worthwhile. You know, I mean, I've been doing this work for a while now. I, I think I, yeah, I started my blog in 2013. I wrote my first guidebook, Overcoming Retroactive Jealousy in 2013. You know, I've been doing this for a while. And sometimes people ask me like, how do you stay interested focusing on such a relatively narrow topic for so many years, having hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of coaching calls with men and women, many of them asking similar questions, sharing very similar stories, you know, how do you stay interested? And the main reason I stay interested in this topic is because number one, it's actually really interesting when you have the perspective on it, when you're not in the trenches, I realize it might sound crazy to say, oh, it's interesting, like I'm diminishing it. Again, I'm not doing that. But I mean, when, you have, when you're outside of it, shall we say, when you're on the outside looking in, it's actually a really interesting issue. And it really can be this incredible gateway drug into personal development, into personal exploration, into knowledge, into learning. And I really mean that, you know? Many people who emerge from my online courses, people who are active in my Facebook groups, you know, these are very different people than they were before retroactive jealousy. And for many of these people, and frankly for me, once upon a time, I needed it. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, and I, and I realize again, <laughs> for anyone watching this in the trenches, I get it. It's hell. I understand. However, for me, and frankly for a lot of people, we kind of needed it. We needed this kick in the seat or smack upside the head or whatever you want to call it. We needed this experience to grow, to learn, and to overcome our insecurities, and frankly, to get some of the necessary perspective on life and love and relationships that we were sorely lacking. For some of you watching this video, it might sound absolutely crazy to call retroactive jealousy a blessing in disguise, but I'm here to tell you that it absolutely can be. As long as you take ownership of your problem, as long as you commit to putting in the work to overcoming it, as long as you maintain your sense of humor, and your curiosity about learning about the world and relationships, 
and life and love. And believe it or not, it really can get better. And frankly, you could be sitting in my position someday, years later, years removed from it, looking back saying, you know what? It was absolute hell, but I'm glad I went through it. I'm glad I had that experience because in large part, it led me to become the person that I am today. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.